When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oh, Mal, happy Wednesday to you. Before we get stuck into everything else rugby league, if there was a team to relocate to Perth, one, do you think that would be a good idea? And who <laughs> yeah. who, who would you send west? Oh, Ben, I'm going to take the high road. I'm sorry, mate. I'm going to take the high road. Right. So um, what, I, I, believe, I believe there's... Sorry? <laughs> what, plead the fifth, say nothing? <laughs> well, what I believe, I believe we need to look at our, um, our community, community rugby league growth as well, mm-hmm. so I mean, it's just got to be done in in two parts, really. So there's got to be some some effort and resources, and obviously, you know, financial resources into our community community rugby league growth. We're going to expand into Perth. Well, they've got to obviously dedicate some some time and effort into into obviously improving uh, the development of rugby league in you know, over in WA as well. Yeah. that's what I believe. Um, and That'd be part and parcel. That'd be a given. We, yeah, yeah, part and parcel, and then obviously. Then you look at was where is the best you know place, and you know I, I agree with you. Perth is a is a great locale locale because mm-hmm. of obviously you know the time frames and you can play games a bit later, so it actually works in with the broadcaster broadcast, and obviously New Zealand as well work, works in there too. You know they're sort of you can play like the Warriors played on the weekend where they played at two o'clock in the afternoon. You could do that on a regular basis each week if you had two New Zealand teams and. Um, you know, Pacific Island team is makes a lot of sense as well, but I just think you need to grow the base. Um, and there's been talk about it all the time, didn't there? Isn't there around? Mm. You know, the relocation of a Sydney team. Um, but yeah, what's the criteria? What what sort of what do you you know what makes a team vulnerable you know, in that sense? And uh, at the moment, I feel a lot of the Sydney teams, are, well, all the Sydney teams, are doing really well. I would say there'd be an incentive, Mal, to rather than who's more vulnerable or the most vulnerable, an incentive to head west. I mean, we're talking about an untapped market. We're talking a resource-rich market. It's a billionaire's playground on the west coast of Australia. So you're opening and exposing rugby league to to a new audience rather than a, a new team on the east coast, which has got a captive audience for rugby league. Yeah, the community development there. So maybe there's an incentive. Maybe there is a financial incentive for a club to relocate. You, you wouldn't lose, say, say if we had the Sharks, you wouldn't lose that connection to the Shire. A, a bit like no. Fitzroy have done with the Lions or even South Melbourne with the Swans where they have relocated. And uh, and well, it was a merger, wasn't it, between the Lions and, and the Bears? Well, it was, but still, it was a merger and it was, yeah. and it was, it was, and they were vulnerable when you talk about yes. you know, their financial situation and their success on a regular basis, you know, the Sharks are in the top eight. I mean, obviously the, the Dragons are having some issues with um, their management and the way they've combined the two areas, you know, around obviously the St. George region plus you know, down in the Illawarra as well. Mm. Um, it's, yeah, I mean... Could the Dragons go with Without gamers, can you, take, can you take you can the Dragons out of St. George? Isn't that the reason why no, they are the Dragons? Can't. No, not really. It's... Um, 
But I, I, go, I go back to and use an example like South Sydney, the Rabbitohs, and you know what they had to go through and um, to come back into the competition. That's been spoken about yeah. on a regular basis in recent times, obviously with the passing of John Statler and the in, in influence he had um, through that, that time period in the early 2000s. So there's a lot of tradition, there's a lot of emotion, um, and how do you take that out of, out of the Shire, as an example, or out of Cogra? Uh, around that St George area, you know, how do you take that out of, out of uh, all those rusted on fans and and place a team over, uh, in Perth, you know? So well, it's a lot, gonna, of, there's yeah. a lot of a lot of emotion attached. There's a lot of water yeah. on the bridge. Yes, and a lot of water it's, it's, in it's Perth difficult. where the I sharks can thrive. Yeah, <laughs> I, I tell you one. I tell you one thing. I, I don't know whether, without without you growing your base, I don't know whether you know 18 teams or 20 teams, um, is, you know, will work unless you've got. Yeah. I reckon. You know, two divisions or something like that. I just think that the amount of rugby league that they play at the moment, there's 27, 27 rounds. We've already played four grounds, four four games in the in the month of March, and there's has been um, a lot of injury. Obviously, a lot of talk around only the five week preparation because of the World Cup. Um, it's we can't make our season longer. You've got pre season uh, competitions. You've got the domestic season. You've got to, You've got the interstates, you know, series with State of Origin. You've got the international program as well. So those, those sort of things have to come into consideration. What is the balance of the year? You know, we've got mm-hmm. 18 teams. Well, you can't play each other once. You know, you, what what is the maximum amount of games you can play uh, through your domestic year? And I feel that you know, we had it right you know, last year with 25. At the moment, I just feel that we've gone too early in the, in the season. You know, we've had we've we've got 27 rounds and. And we are, we are looking at uh, higher injury rates and concussion rates at the moment. One of the great things it's of the game. It's a very physical, combative sport, Ben. It is. Know? So yeah. we've, got to, we've got to look after the playing players. That's why we love talking to Mel Meninga, one of the great thinkers of the game. 13, 13, 55, 0467, 736, 736. Mel, what were you thinking when you woke up to the Canberra headlines this morning that Jack Whiten is going to test the market. He may not be a Raider. Your Raiders, he may not be a Raider yeah. as of next season. Uh, by surprise. I mean, I was surprised that um, they would do that. Uh, but I looked, but in delving into it and have a look at it, um, you know, so at the moment, he's, he's obviously, he's got to have a, he's got a player option on next year and he's got to have that triggered by round 10. So he's already mentioned that he's not going to, He's not going to take up the player option. He's going to go to market and have a look at what his what his true value is. Um, you know, everyone's saying it's just under a million uh, to stay around the Raiders for another year. But then, I can't blame his manager and the way Jack's thinking around. Well, this could be his last contract. Um, he's he's thirty years of age. Um, he's probably looking for a three to four year contract. So that's going to take him out at the end of his career. And may, he may get a couple more years in England if. He chooses to. So, I mean, this is a really important decision for Jack and his family yeah. uh, and how he's going to set himself up you know, beyond his playing career. I think that's a pretty smart move by Jack and, and by his manager. And I also think that you know, Jack's a, a, loyal, a loyal person. Uh, same with the Raiders. The Raiders have looked after him for, you know, ever since he was a young kid. Um, so there's a lot of loyalty there. But Jack wants to win a premiership. Um, he needs to... It needs to be convinced, I guess, from a, the Raiders' point of view, whether that's going to be possible in the next three to four years. So he's got a really big decision uh, to make around um, you know, what he what he's going to do beyond football. It's not. I don't think it's anything to do with 
footy. You know, and I don't think it's on-field stuff. It's it's beyond that. Mm. And, and and Mal, that that's that's where I land with this. I think yeah, it's going to be the last contracts he he will sign. The fact that he is so loyal to Canberra, the fact that he does want to win a premiership, and some can argue that the Raiders are in there or thereabouts. What they made that grand final against the Roosters. That was the the six yeah. tackle or six again grand final. He he won the Churchill Medal in in that game. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. So. Yeah, he um, so he's he's done everything in the game. He's yeah. played the grand final, but he hasn't won one. No. That's the thing, you know. So, you know, as a player, you know, you look back on your career when once you're finished, and you know, he's played for his state, he's played for his country in this with distinction. It's just yeah. he hasn't won that premiership, which is having one of those rings that you can put on your your mantelpiece, you know, after you finish playing is a big carrot. So for Jack, um, like I said, it's a big decision. It's not only his last contract, but He's looking for that that piece that piece of silverware yeah. that every player every player dreams of. And Mel, because because of that, because of that, in life. yeah, and because of that, this is where it lands for me that Jack White and, and his manager are being quite clever about this, testing the market. They may get an offer two or three to say, well, we'll give you three years at this price. So then they can go back to the Raiders and say, look, we've been offered because I think it's about time, yeah. isn't it? Like, is in the length of the deal, the, the the money. Yeah, I think it. I think it is. Yeah, I think it's around the length of the deal. Yeah. So he's just to at sharpen the, moment, the Raiders he's, up. He's a bit. contracted. Yes. Well, I'm, I'm thinking that too. And if he just takes up the player option for next year, that doesn't do himself any justice, you know, beyond those couple of years. He's getting older, so the time. I think the timing's right now. Mm. Um, he did take up a player option for this year because uh, he. He's still at, a, at an age where, you know, he can still command the big dollars, you know, from the game. So um, the, I think the timing's right from his manager and from Jack to start to think about, you know, what are, what are they going to do beyond their playing days? And, you know, I feel that, you know, a three- to four-year contract would be a, a great contract. For Jack, he looks after himself. He's a tough bugger, you know. So yeah. it, there won't be any... There won't be any any repercussions of signing Jack White on, you know, for for a longer contract, um, he'll do his best to to do his best, um, you know, to fulfil those obligations. You know him more than most, Mel. You've had him with the Kangaroos. What about? Could you see the day? Could you see him signing with the Dolphins? We're we're hearing reports that the the, the contact yep. has already been made from Redcliffe to to his manager. Uh, we know that they are. They have a war chest. They can afford him. They're looking for a marquee. Could you see the day that Jack Whiten could be a dolphin? I can see it. I can see it. Um, but that's 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 looking after one. I think one decision that he um, is looking for at the stage, and that's a, a longer contract on good money, uh, which he's never done before. He's never gone out to the market. He's remained loyal, and he hasn't even assessed what he look, what his value would be, you know, in that open market as well. Um, but then it'd be up to the Dolphins and Wayne. Would, you know, he's a great orator, Wayne. Uh, mm-hmm. Will the Dolphins win a premiership in the next three to four years? And and what plans they got in place to to ensure Jack that that's uh, what they can do? So that's what the Raiders have got to do. They've got to prove to Jack that you know they're in the picture for a um, you know for a chance to win the the premiership in three to four years. That's an aging forward pack they've got the Raiders. And I would say the Dolphins are going to have aging forward pack too, yeah. you know, the Bromwich boys and Felice Gafusi, you know, so Jared Wallace, all those sort of guys. Um, it's an aging pack. So I think the, the conversation is going to be around, uh, you know, yes, we'll be in the picture for a premiership and these are the reasons why. 
736. Who has more chance of a premiership in the next three to four years? The Raiders or the Dolphins? I'm going to throw it open to you. All right, Mel, you, you mentioned how it will be an emotional move if we're relocating a team to Perth. It'll be an emotional move for Jack Whiten if he was to uproot and uh, leave Canberra. But emotion is running high in rugby league right now against rugby union. And it's all around Joseph yeah. Sualihi. It is one of the biggest talking points, if not the biggest talking point in the game right now. Your thoughts on him? Should he stay in rugby league? Should he honour that contract? Or are you of the Phil Gould mould? <laughs> I, can't imagine, I, can't, I can't imagine you would be now, but I've got to ask. No. Do, you, do you say, leave now, son? You are not doing the game any justice. Well, you know, Phil's got a point. There's no doubt about that, you know, because, you know, rugby league is going to be investing in Joseph for the next, you know, 18 months and he goes to rugby in a better player and, a, um, you know, probably a, I mean, he's a great person anyway, you know. So, but I hear, I read what uh, Trent Robinson said in the media today around fear mongering and ridiculous statements and stuff like that. I just think as a, as a rugby league person, we've got to have faith in our game. You know, we've got a great game. We've got a great product. You know, people love watching it. So we shouldn't be in fear of any any other code. You know, trying to trying to poach our players. Um, there's a grand old saying, isn't there? You know, one one player leaves, there's another player ready to take his spot. Um, I think as rugby league people, we've got a re, a responsibility and obligation to Joseph to you know, give him the best experience he could possibly have in our game because we want him to be an advocate when he goes across to, to rugby union. Who knows? We might want to get a rugby union player back to rugby league, you know, so and he can't speak highly enough of our game. We don't want Joseph Sualini going over to rugby and saying what a what a bugger of a game is and with bad people involved, you know. Uh, so we want, we want him to go away uh, thinking that, you know, as he... Rugby league's a great sport, um, you know, Maybe I've made the wrong decision, you know, but uh, that's the way I think. I just think we've got a, rob, uh, a responsibility to be inclusive. And, you know, when we we talk about, in re, you know, in recruitment retention, we don't, we can't keep every kid at our club, every player at our club, but we want to give them the best experience they, po- they possibly can so that um, when we go back to them and say, listen, you want to come back and play our game? Um, they think favourably on that, on that question was part of the Blues squad last year. And I know you faced something similar from memory with Israel Folau when he was heading to AFL. That's right. And the question was, you know, do you play him in State of Origin? You gave me a hard time over that, didn't you? I would have asked the question, Mal. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sure I did. I don't know if it was a yeah, hard no, time, well, but I mean, okay, I'm of the belief that if you've, if you've got a resource there, if you've got the best player and you can pick them, yeah. well, then pick them. And that's yeah. what you did with Israel Folau, right? Well, and the players want to play with him too. I think that it's it's becoming of the players actually want to play for a play and play with a player. I think that's a that's another question we need to ask. You know, um, I'm, I'd imagine all his rooster teammates would want to play with Joseph because he does bring something to the you know, to the team. Um, whether he'll make the New South Wales side is a question mark. Where does he play? That's the thing. He may may play on the wing, but they've got so much talent. They've they'll have Tommy Trevojevic and Latrell Mitchell back this year as well. You know, James Tedesco is playing fullback. Yeah. Where do you play Joseph? You know, so maybe on a wing. But they've got you know, the Fox. They'll pick the Fox definitely this year for sure. <laughs> they've got Daniel Tupu, you know, so he's a talent as well. Um, 
that young Carraz who's playing really good footy for Bulldogs. You know, so what do you do? You do you pick? You pick. I mean, they're all they're all talented. They're all in form at the moment. So where does Joseph fit in into that scenario? But you'd have no hesitation in playing him for State of Origin, even though he's going to rugby. I'd have no hesitation playing him. No, uh, if he was the best player in that position. 13, 13, 55, 0467, 736, 736. Mal, quick one on club uh, footy at this stage. Um, Broncos, are they the real deal for you? Absolutely. They've been the real deal for a couple of years. In my opinion, I just think they've got unbelievable talent coming through, um, great athleticism with their team right across the board. And they just needed Adam Reynolds to come in and, and be the puppeteer, really. Um, you know, and he's doing a terrific job too. I... I think he's the most valuable player in the competition. I mean, Nico Heim was terrific against, you know, with the Sharks on the weekend coming back and, you know, everything that Nico did on the weekend was unbelievably great. Uh, but Adam Reynolds just provides that, that glue for the, for all those young fellas and all those young fellas now, the Payne Hasses and the, the, Car- the Carrigans, the Rickies, they're all coming to, into the prime of their careers. So, you know, it's a, it's a really well-balanced, uh, very good footy team. Um, and well coached as well. Well, here's one for you. What about Jack White to the Broncos? Premiership. Where does Jack play? <laughs> well, they're about to lose Farmworth. Could he play well, in the I mean, centres? Jack. Well, Jack can play anywhere, of course. Yeah. But you know, the big money is at five eight. It's in the halves, in the spine. You know, the mm. one, the six, the seven, and the nine. Um, well, the, the man you just he, spoke he, about, Reynolds, is not going to be there for. I, mean, I know he's not a halfback, but I mean, a, no. Uh, no, but I mean, he, there, there'll be a spot open in the halves in the next couple of years. Well, I mean, everyone will be looking at it. There's no doubt about that. You know, looking at their depth and what the what talent they've got coming through, how they can um, develop and grow their young their young players, because it's it's ideal situation if you can retain. Yeah, your youth, and um, you, you improve them. It's become it's a lot cheaper proposition, a lot yeah. easier proposition, and cohesively it, it works out even better for your club. So they've got to make those those decisions. I mean, anyone, you put Jack, Jack Wyden's an elite player, and you can put Jack into any team, to be honest with you, and to get value. You know, why, why not the Storm? You know, if Pappenhausen's no good, you put Munster back there and, so you can build a story. You put Jack at, at at six. You can build a story for every club, really, yeah. to put Jack in, in at six. But he he wants to play six. They'd be um, pretty so full with their salary cap at the Storm. Well, the Roosters well, could exactly. afford it. The well, Roosters well, could imagine. afford him, couldn't they? Well, I reckon the Broncos would fell it. Well, you know, the the rap, yeah, the Roosters. <laughs> so while he's gone, so you know, where do you, all of a sudden, yeah. Because yeah, he, he fits that mould, doesn't he? Yeah, because all of a sudden their salary cap is what seventeen million. Anyway, mate, we will. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, <laughs> the roosters, the roosters do things really well. Um, <laughs> Don't and they? players do do well. They 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 accept less money to go there because yeah. they get well looked after after their playing days. You know, I think that's a that's of great value. That's one of the the really positive things about going playing for the roosters is that uh, the people they've got in their club um, can certainly help you after footy. Mate, outstanding as always. Let's do it again this time, again next week. That'd be awesome stuff. And we know that one of, uh, well, your former captain, well, the captain underneath you, Cameron Smith, is standing by as well. So it's a, a mortal Wednesday and goat Wednesday as well. Mal, we look forward to <laughs> we look forward to chatting next week. Appreciate it. All right, Benny. Time, mate. Thank you. Outstanding. Mal Meninga, all thanks to Chemist Warehouse. Rush into Chemist Warehouse today and grab Ink Protein. That's right. It's powering tomorrow, today at 24 past 10.